goal setting. It's one of those things you hear a lot about, isn't it, in personal and professional development. Motivational speakers talk about goal setting. You've got to write down your goals. You've got to set goals. You've got to have a plan. And that's awesome. But what's the point of having a plan, a compass, a map, if you don't go anywhere or do anything? So you've got all these things to help you to do something or achieve something, but you don't actually go and do it. So could the goal setting part be the first bit? And then what about goal achieving? And what do I need to do in between from setting the goal that I want to achieve right through to actually achieving it and celebrating? Yay, I achieved my goal. So I'd like to introduce you to my vision board. This is in our lounge room on our big television. Uh, at our house, television is, a, is a, a very happy pastime after all the work's finished and we pick some very specific shows that we really like. Uh, I never have just the television running for no reason. But this television is running for a very specific reason because it carries our vision board. Now, I have another one in the kitchen and I have another one on my office desk and it's constantly running through and uh, these particular vision boards, I think we've got nine now, nine different ones and I make a new one every year and I add to them all the time and I change them and update them every time we've achieved something. Uh, it's a visual of what we want to do and what we've already achieved. And the reason I share that with you, is it possible that if you know you can do something, you're more likely to do something else? If you're constantly reminded that you've achieved something, is it possible that you could achieve more things? So this vision board that runs constantly through my television, through a screen in my kitchen and a screen on my desk, is a reminder of, yes, what we've done, yes, what we've achieved, places we've been, things that we love to do, and the things that we're going to achieve in the future. That is a really important reason for that, of course, because once you set a goal, yes, you can write it down and you'll see that you've written it. But is it possible that our brain doesn't think in words? Uh, I'll use the example. If you pick a puppy dog, for example, and I've got four of them and I love puppy dogs, but I've had lots of other puppy dogs. And I love all kinds of puppy dogs, but when I say puppy dog, in my headspace, I create a picture. And you will too. Now, we'll have two different pictures, but now my brain can see what I'm thinking about or is it that my brain thinks in pictures? Now, either way doesn't matter, but we don't use words in our brain. We don't spell things out and see D-O-G. We see a picture of a dog. And that's why when you're goal setting, when you're wanting to achieve something, really important to put it into a picture, which is why I've been doing this for such a long time. And before there was the, the amazing technology of uh, Google Images and Photoshopping and big television screens, I used to cut pictures out of magazines and stick them on the fridge. I'd cut pictures out of magazines and sit, stick them on the back of the toilet door. And I share that with you because everything that I've ever, ever achieved in my life, number one, was first considered impossible. I looked at that and thought, I don't, I can't do that. I don't think I can do that. But the reverse or the rephrase of that is not, I can't do it. It's how can I do it? And the first step to how can I is what's the plan, what's the map, what's the compass? And of course, the visual picture of achieving a goal creates a visual compass, a, a map, a plan of how you can achieve your goal. So a great idea, whether you cut pictures out of a magazine or whether you use Google Images or you use some form of creative um, PowerPointing or Canva or whatever it is that you use, to create some kind of visualization of the things that you want to achieve. But the suggestion is this, not just what you want to achieve in the future, but also what you've achieved in the past and 
what you're loving about your life at the moment. And that's one of the beautiful things about saying thank you. And I've always shared this is how we start our day every day. What are we thankful for? What do I love about my life? Uh, what can I be thankful for in the past, the present and the future? Because if you have a brain that's uh, thankful for, has gratitude for, is it more likely that we will be thankful for things in the future? What a great question. So your compass, your map, your plan is what you want to achieve. The next really important part of that, though, is the emotion of why do you want to do that? Why is it important to you? How will it add value to your life? How will it make your life better? Uh, how will it make your life more fun, more secure, healthier, fitter, stronger? Why do you want it? And I always use that example as an exercise professional when people share with me that, that they want to lose weight. Oh, that's my goal. I want to lose weight. Yeah, but why? Why do you want to do that? And most importantly, how will you feel when you do it? What will it do to your life? How will your life be better if you lose weight, if you get that education, if you achieve that career path, if you become financially free, if you have that particular person in your life? What difference will it make to your life? How will your life be better? Because isn't that why we do things to make our life better? So what do you want and why do you want it? So the what is the big, beautiful picture that you create. The why is the reasons behind it so that you've got a driving force for achieving your goals. The where do you want to achieve it goes back to your vision board. What's the, the place? And you're, in your brain, you need to be able to see it because, again, we think in pictures. So if you want to lose weight, where on your body is it that you want to lose weight? And what difference will that make to your life? What kind of clothes will you be wearing? What kind of places will you, will be, will you want to go to? How will, you, will it affect your life emotionally? So where on your body do you want to lose weight? If it's a sporting event, where will it be? If it's an education, where will you be graduating? And what will you look like when you graduate? If it's a, um, a house that you want to buy, where is it? Uh, the, the where picture is the visualization. It creates the, the picture in your brain that your brain can follow. Obviously, an exact day, date and time is really important. Uh, and I'll use Olympic athletes for that because they have a very specific time frame. Uh, Olympics are every four years, and that's a long time to plan, train, be disciplined, focused, committed. It's a long time. But Olympic athletes are really good at it because they find out as soon as the schedule comes out, the exact day, date, and time that their event's going to be. And then they focus on that exact day, date, and time. It's not eventually, hopefully, maybe one day in the future I'm going to achieve a gold medal or I'm going to compete in that event or I'm going to be good at what I do or I'm going to achieve that particular thing and put it into my life. What's the exact day, the exact date, and the exact time? And I have a, a really interesting example of that. Uh, there was an Aboriginal woman, Kathy Freeman, uh, an, an athlete and then an Olympic athlete, and the Australian Olympic Games in Sydney in the year 2000, a very special event, and she was competing in the 400 metres. She qualified for the 400 metres and she trained to win the Olympic gold medal at the Olympic Games in Australia as an Aboriginal woman, the 400 metres sprint. I remember exactly where I was that day and yes, she won the gold medal. I'm sharing this with you for a really interesting reason. One year later, and I think it was the anniversary of her winning that gold medal, I saw an interview with Kathy Freeman, and they showed her face as she was watching herself win the gold medal. And when you saw her win, uh, whether you watched it live or you saw it a year later, 
she was happy about winning, but it wasn't like when you sometimes when you see people win an event, they're like, oh, so enthusiastic and excited. She was, I would call, measured in her enthusiasm. And then watching her face as she was watching herself win the gold medal, I would say that she was measured in her enthusiasm. Yes, she was happy about it, but she wasn't like, ah. And interestingly, the reporter asked her that same question. Kathy, when you won the gold medal, you, you weren't that excited about it. And she answered it beautifully, and it's had a major effect on my life, and it might be helpful for you too. She said, of course I won the gold medal. I had won that event in my head so many times. I had seen myself winning that event so many times that when I did it, it was, of course I did. It, was just, it just felt natural and normal. Wouldn't it be awesome to put yourself into that headspace so that you are looking at your goals so often, visualizing your goals so often, they flash through your computer screen so often that when you actually achieve them, they just feel normal. It's, of course I ran a marathon. Of course I won a bodybuilding competition. Of course I've bought a new home. Of course I've graduated from my, from my college or completed my education. Of course I have because I knew that I would. And that headspace is really different to hopefully, maybe eventually one day I'll achieve my goals. Because that's one of the biggest questions that people ask me, Rowie, how do I achieve my goals? How come some people do and some people don't? How come some people are high climbers and high achievers and some people set goals and never achieve them? And I don't know the answer to that because we've all got different driving forces. But what I do know when I study the people who do set a goal, set the plan, achieve the goal, and then go on and achieve more goals, is there seems to be a fairly uh, systematic plan. Set the goal, put the plan into action, and make it happen. So what is it that you actually want and create a picture of it? Why do you want it and create those emotional reasons, those driving forces for wanting to achieve something? Have a picture in your mind of exactly where it is and put that onto your vision board. The exact day, date and time and then the emotions that pull all of that together, which is how will you feel if you achieve the goal and when you achieve the goal and how will you feel if you don't achieve the goal? And they're two different emotions. But some people are driven by the pleasure of, yay, I'm going to look awesome in my bikini. And other people are driven by... I don't want to get fatter or I don't want to put on weight or I don't want to go up a clothes size or I want to be able to play with my kids when they're, they're my, my, my grandkids, as my kids have children. There's a different driving force for some people. Now, if you, if you join the two together, so what, what are you excited about? What are you scared about? What's going to push you forward? What's going to hold you back? How will you feel if you do? How will you feel if you don't? And you now have a combination of emotions that drive you forward. And isn't that what we want to do? Up and forward is one of my favorite, well, the only direction, isn't it, for, for achieving your goals, up and forward. So how will you feel if you achieve it and really get into the feeling of it? How will you feel if you don't achieve it? Will you be regretful? Will you be angry? Will you be frustrated? Will you be annoyed? How will it feel if you put in an effort and you don't achieve it? Or how will you feel if you're lazy and undisciplined and you don't achieve it? And the interesting thing about the Kathy Freeman story is, yes, she set the goal, she achieved the goal, she, she visualized it in her head and it happened for her. She won the gold medal. But what if she didn't? And it's always an interesting question. Is the possibility that failure is only when you give up? If you never give up, you can never fail. 
So maybe you don't win that gold medal that year. And there's so many stories of people that have gone back to two, three, four, five Olympic Games or World Championships or, or their big event, and they've had to have another go and another go and another go and another go. But here's an even more interesting question. If you never achieve the goal, but you're always focusing on achieving, and I use that example because uh, I invest a lot of time with neuroscientists, psychologists, and psychiatrists because I'm studying the brain. And they all share with me very passionately that, and, and these guys don't talk about happy very often. It's a bit rah-rah, this happy stuff. But they all talk about being satisfied with your life. And they talk about anti-depression, <laughs> so not being depressed. Why are some people depressed and anxious and unhappy? And why are some people satisfied with their life and love their life? And there seems to be a very major connection. It's called purpose. It's called a reason for getting up. If you have a goal, if you have a reason, if you have a purpose and it's a driving force to get you up, if it's something that you're excited about, are you more likely to achieve it? So that's the why do you want to do it and then the emotional attachments of how will you feel if you do and how will you feel if you don't. Then are you on track or off track to achieving your goal? And it's a really important question I ask myself every day, whether I'm in my lounge room or my kitchen or at my desk. Uh, with my students, everything I'm doing every day, I check in with myself on a regular basis. Am I on track or off track to achieving my goals? Is what I'm doing right now, this minute, heading me towards achieving my goals or away from? And a lot of people, as we know, waste time <laughs> doing silly stuff that does nothing towards heading them towards their goals. And I, like you, I only have 24 hours in my day, so I'm constantly checking in every couple of hours, if not more often. Rowie, what you're doing right now, is it heading you towards your goals or away from your goals? And if it's heading me away, I need to get off. I just stop it. Stop doing that and change to something else to make sure that you're heading towards your goals. So you are you on track or off track to achieving this thing that's important to you? And then interesting question, what do you need to do? <laughs> What do you need to do? And I'm looking myself in the mirror saying, Rowie, what do you need to do? If you want to achieve this, 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 and this by this exact day, date, and time, what do you need to do? What do you need to change? What do you need to give up? What do you need to do more of? What do you need to do none of? And again, is what I'm doing right now heading me towards my goals. We all know, I think, what we should do and when we should do it. It's just a matter of doing it when we don't feel like it. And that's one of those, that beautiful definition of discipline is do what you should do, when you should do it, even if you don't feel like it. But interestingly, most people, we all, we all know what we should do. If we want to achieve this goal, I have to do this. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to use losing weight as an example because it's the number one thing that people seem to say, I want to lose weight or I want to get into shape or I want to have a, a look great in my clothes. Well, what do you need to do to do that? <laughs> and most people know. Uh, when do you need to do it? Well, I need to start now and I need to keep doing it till I've achieved my goal. But the third part of discipline, which is even if I don't feel like it. So what do I need to do? I need to get up and exercise or I need to eat healthy food or I need to learn more or I need to educate myself or I need to be doing something different than I'm doing now. When do I need to do it? Right now. But what if I don't feel like it? And that, that part of discipline is a difference, I think, between achieving your goals and not achieving your goals. Is it possible that you, if you do it, even if you don't feel like it, you're more likely to achieve the goal, which is that question, how will I feel if I achieve my goal, ha-ha, <laughs> versus how will I feel if I don't? And for me, that is always the driving force. If I don't feel like doing something, 
which happens on a regular basis. I'm tired or I'm stressed or I can't be bothered or it's all too hard. But the question is this, how will I feel if I don't do it? Another one that's a driving force for me as I share all the time, my least favorite word is average. And you might have one of those too, a word that drives you forward. Uh, at least if you're at your worst, you're gonna get better. Most people will make a change if they're at rock bottom. Uh, and you can't get to your absolute best or keep getting better unless you realize that you want to get better. And that's the challenge with average. A lot of people settle for average because they've got just enough money to get by. They've got a, a house or a lifestyle or a car or, or however they live their life is average enough to just get by. Well, I don't want to live like that. How do you want to live? Do you want to live at your best and keep getting better? Or will you settle for average? Or will you have to hit rock bottom before you make a change? So I think it's a really important question. What am, I, what am I doing right now to make sure that I achieve my goals? What do I need to do? And have I got the discipline to do it even if I don't feel like it? And if I don't feel like it, do I have some tools to make sure that I've got a driving force? So I use one when I'm running marathon if I feel like stopping. And in 42.2 kilometers, there's always a spot where you think, yeah, this is getting pretty tough. I don't feel like it. But I always ask myself this question, what would an average person do like right now? Average people, when they get tired, they stop. Average people, when they don't feel like it, they don't keep going. Average people get average results because they put in an average effort. And I don't want to be that. How about you? So that's one of my driving forces. The last question is, do you want somebody to help you or do you need somebody to help you? And interestingly, is it possible that everybody who's ever achieved something or they're doing something of value with their life, they've been through this process. They understand that anything that was ever uh, achieved was once considered impossible. So there's plenty of people who are doing the things that they thought were impossible and other people told them were impossible or the whole world told them it was impossible. That's never going to happen, never going to work for you. And they're doing it anyway. So if you come along and say you want to do something that's currently considered impossible, they'll get excited because they know that it, that it is possible. Great word that, impossible. What if you changed the emphasis on the syllable haha, and changed it to I'm possible? Everything I want to do is possible. It's just a matter of how. So instead of saying I can't, what if you say how can I? Don't hang out with the people who tell you that you can't. Those people will tell you, I don't know why they say such silly things, but can't is a silly word because all you have to do is change the emphasis on the syllable, <laughs> change it to how can I, can, how can I, not can't, can. And then the people in the world who will help you, and they will, every person I've ever met that's done uh, something of value of excellence, of achievement, they want other people in their life like that. But they don't want to hang out with lazy people. They don't want to hang out with undisciplined people. They don't want to hang out with people who just want the world handed to them and without doing any work. If you go to somebody and you say, I've done everything I possibly can to make this happen. I've put in the effort. I've done the research. I've done the study. I've done the training. I just need a little bit of help. Could you please help me? I think you might find, in fact, I know you'll find, that the people who have achieved will want to help you achieve too. We call them mountain climbers here at Max. Uh, there'll be plenty of people in your life who want to pull you down, that's a given. And appreciate them because how could you get stronger if you didn't have anybody pulling you down? There's plenty of average people, we call them campers, people who just hang out at the campsite, look at the mountain and go, that'd be nice to climb up there, but all too hard. But congratulations to you, Ro, if you want to climb. But the mountain climbers who are not going to knock on your door and say, do you want to come mountain climbing? 
But if you're halfway up the mountain, three quarters of the way up the mountain, and you just need a little bit of help, they're the ones that will pull you up, not drag you down. So a great question to ask is who do you have in your life? Are they adding value? Do they hold you accountable? Always ask the question if you want to sprint, if you want to run fast, do you go to the walking club or the sprinting club? Do you hang out with people who run slower than you or faster than you? So is it possible that we need to watch out, be careful of, be aware of the people we invest or waste time with? Do we need to have people in our life who are going to drive us forward rather than pull us backwards or pull us down? And if I have a goal, if I have a picture of that goal, if I know why I want to achieve it, if I've got a picture of it in exactly the place that I want to achieve it, if I have an exact day, date and time, if I have an emotional attachment to how I'll feel when I achieve it versus how I will feel if I don't achieve it, will I? if I have a uh, very specific, am I on track and if I'm not, get myself back on track as quickly as possible, have I decided what I'm going to do to make sure that I do achieve what it is that I want to do? And have I got people in my life that will hold me accountable, will, will push me up, pull me up and make sure I keep getting better and better? And then very last question, once you've achieved something, celebrate. But then do we need to set another goal? And it's interesting because I've had a lot of people in my life who share this with me. They had big goals and they achieved them. And then they ended up depressed or angry or annoyed because they didn't set another one. So they achieved their goal and went, well, what now? The high achievers in the world, the world champions, the, the people who get better and better and better at what they do, they have that exact philosophy. Isn't that interesting? Even the best know they can get better. If you're the best in the world at your sport, you'll only stay there if you keep getting better. If you're the best at your product or service, you'll only stay there if you keep getting better and better. So whatever it is that you achieve, what's the next goal? Which is why everything that's on our vision board, everything I've ever put up there, I keep it there to remind me that yes, I've achieved it and yes, I can do it. But now I'm onto the next thing. I'm onto the next thing that's going to make me not the the house or the car or the achievement or the gold medal or the uh, this is what I've done and I'm awesome. It's about who do I have to become to achieve that goal? And that's the really important question. If I want to do that, what kind of person do I have to become to do that? Because I'm not that person now because I haven't got that yet or I haven't done that yet or I haven't achieved that yet. So what do I have to do to be able to do that? How much fitter do I have to get? How much stronger do I have to get? How much more mentally tough do I have to be? How does my life have to change so that I can achieve that? And is it possible if we put all of that into place? So we have the goal, we visualize it, we ask all the questions and we keep striving forward. Is it possible that we'll achieve our goal? And here's the most beautiful question of all, regardless of the day, date and time. If I never give up, I can never fail. I only fail if I give up. So if I keep striving, as the neuroscientists so beautifully put it, if I've got a purpose, if I've got a reason, if I'm striving for something, I can't be depressed, I can't be unhappy because I've got a purpose to get up. It's when we don't have a purpose anymore, when we're, un we're unhappy because we don't have something to be happy for. So let's get our life into the position that we want it to be and then let's keep getting better. Wouldn't that be awesome?